What is up guys, welcome back to another episode of Stoner Thoughts coming at you today here on Spotify and Anchor And you know what? It's been a hell of a week man, like I apologize for not putting a new episode up these last couple days My allergies have literally been like off the charts fucking with me and I'm sorry about that Now normally I don't swear in the first 30 seconds of the podcast or you know tends to get flagged on a couple of platforms, but I really don't care today because I am so dosed up on NyQuil and cough drops that it's not even funny. And it's not even that I feel like shit, it's just, for some fucking reason, ever since I was a little kid, Benadryl doesn't do it for me. Any allergy allergy medicine doesn't really work. So I've basically been like smoking, forcing myself to sleep, and... That has its ups and its downs because, again, this week has been a rough work week. Another turnaround schedule, guys, so that's another reason I haven't been uploading. But let's get into it today. And today, the number one thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is... Okay, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Today's episode is going to be about the health benefits of using cannabis. Cannabinoids, not specifically THC, but cannabinoids in general. And... It even says right here, I'm on WebMD, by the way. By the way, don't ever go onto Google and Google your symptoms for anything because I swear to God, it either tells you that you're perfectly fine or that you are dying. That there is, there is no in between. It's either, oh, yeah, you know, you just have a headache, take some aspirin, go to bed, you'll be fine. Or, by the way, you could have a severe tumor and you're probably going to be dead in four to six weeks. And even then, people still use Google to figure out their symptoms and they freak out. And so, you know what? Take everything that is posted in every single article on here with a grain of salt because you never know exactly how far you can trust it so it even says here in the intro while every state has laws dictating the use of medical marijuana more than two-thirds of the u.s state and the district of columbia have actually legalized it for medical treatments and are more and more are considering bills to do the same yet while many people are using marijuana the fda has only approved it for treatment of two rare and severe forms of epilepsy drive it syndrome and lennox gustau gustau i don't know how to pronounce that g-a-s-t-a-u-t Syndrome. All right. Why hasn't more research been done? Uh, because weed's been a Schedule One drug forever, on the same scale as heroin, LSD, and ecstasy, and likely to be abused and lacking in medical value. Oh, right. You know, I, I got I got a big problem with the fact that everybody's like, oh, marijuana is on the same scale as heroin and cocaine. All right, you, you do a line of coke and you go to drive, you're going to be going like a million miles an hour down the street, not thinking about anything else, not giving a fuck. If you're taking LSD and going for a late night drive, just don't. It's, it's not going to be a fun time and you're going to be tripping balls. The number one thing that people don't understand about some of these psychedelics is that like if you're going to do them, the intended purpose of these drugs is to be done... At home, in a controlled environment where you can, like, make a make a good environment, you know, put on, like, a funny movie or some shit, like, turn on some good music, set some mood lighting, relax, chill, just enjoy yourself. There's no reason that you need to get all hyped up and, like, take, like, three tabs of LSD and then go out on a fucking adventure. Like, you can, by all means, you know, you're, if you're an adult listening to this, I really hope you are, but if you're an adult listening to this... Do whatever you're going to do, but remember, you just have to deal with the consequences of your actions, whether they are legal or, you know, implicated. The DEA considered reclassifying marijuana as a Schedule 2 drug like Ritalin or Oxycodone, but decided to keep it as a Schedule 1. Yeah, because that way you can still put people in jail for it. What is medical marijuana? Alright, alright. 
Give me a sec here. I'm gonna turn the music up for a minute, take a couple hits of my stizzy, and then we'll really get into this, because I have some heated opinions on this subject. Sorry guys, I had to grab my stizzy, it was on the other side of the room. Alright, so what is medical marijuana? <coughs> wow, alright. Medical marijuana uses the marijuana plant or chemicals in it to treat diseases and conditions. It's basically the same product as recreational marijuana, but it's taken for medical purposes. There's really not a big difference between the weed that I smoke, you know, recreationally for like funsies or for my own, to take, to, to self, take, to self, that, yeah, can't even talk to self-care for my own mental health needs and things like that compared to like weed that you would get from a medical dispensary. The only difference I believe is percentage because I believe California has a percentage cap on how high your weed can test. And again, sorry if my voice sounds a little weird or anything like that. Totally dosed up on cough medicine and like smoking right now is the only way that I can seem to even get like a couple of good naps in. Researchers are, studying, researchers are studying whether medical marijuana can help treat a number of conditions, including Alzheimer's, appetite loss, cancer, Crohn's disease, diseases affecting the immune system like HIV, AIDS, or multiple, multiple sclerosis. I can never say that word right, not even in health class in high school. Eating disorders such as anorexia, epilepsy, glaucoma, mental health conditions like schizophrenia and PTSD. Multiple sclerosis. Again, why is it on there twice? Muscle spasms, nausea, pain, seizures. Wasting syndrome. Cachexia? C-A-C-H-E-X-I-A. I don't know. I don't know if I said that right. Cachexia? Cachexia? Is it Spanish? I don't know. But it's not yet proven to help many of those conditions, with few exceptions, Bond Miller says. The greatest amount of evidence for the therapeutic effects of cannabis relate to its, its ability to reduce chronic pain, nausea, and vomiting due to chemotherapy and spas spasticity tight or stiff muscles from ms multiple sclerosis all right you know what yes i know a few people in my life who have had things like diseases such as cancer had problems eating had you know ptsd stress things like this that they are constantly dealing with throughout their entire day their entire life and smoking a thousand percent i will say a thousand percent has helped at least the people that i know personally because if, you're not, if they're not smoking and they're not relieving that pain or relieving that stress in some sort of way, I know people who have gone days, weeks, months, and time, months at a time without wanting to eat, without wanting to socialize, wanting to stay in their room, or just, just go to work and go through the motions. I myself have been there. I've gone through that exact same thought process and that exact same process of dealing with the level of bullshit that comes with, you know, like under underlying causes such as like depression bipolar disorder, things like that. I, I, I myself summer, ah, summer, suffer from manic depressive disorder. I will randomly have days where it hits me really, really hard for normally a season of like two or three days. And I will just not want to talk to anybody. I won't want to deal with anyone. I won't record any podcasts. I won't record any TikToks. There'll be no media posts going up. Like I'll just kind of disappear from the scene for like maybe a week. 
And it sucks because this is what I love to do. I love getting on here. I love talking to you guys. I love having a good time with it. But again, it's like, it's not something that I can really control. But when I smoke, I feel more like friendly. I want to socialize. I have no friends in real life. So you know what? It's totally easier to get on here and talk to you guys. And as far as like sore muscles and things like that go, I have a couple of buddies of mine who are super, super into fitness. I did talk to them about putting them in this episode, but you know what? Still didn't get permission to use their real names, so we'll just go with Greg and Alex. We'll use that as their their supplementary names. So Greg and Alex, anyways, these two guys, super into fitness, very good friends, uh, if you know what I mean. And like... I'm cracking open a fresh Dr. Pepper. Sorry about that. I I need a little bit of caffeine to get through my day. All right. I know I told you I'm not feeling the best. And with the allergies, can't smoke too much. The stizzy is all right because it's the vapor. But I got to at least have caffeine to get me through this shit. So anyways, guys. These two buddies of mine, they go to the gym constantly, and they're constantly, like, for, for a long-ass time, we're complaining about, like, their arms being sore, their legs being sore, like, their back hurting, things like that. And I told them, I'm like, you know, why don't you smoke, like, a bowl at the end of the day, like, when you're done with everything, and you're, you've done your reps, you've done your sets, you've done all the shit that you want to do. Allergies. I know I keep saying that this last, like, week, but you know what, this time of year, when all the flowers start to bloom out here in the desert... And the Santa Ana winds kick up here in the Coachella Valley. I get seriously, like, fucked up from it. Because, like, my nose gets so snuffed up that I can't breathe. And my throat starts to itch because pollen. And the segue away from what I was saying real quick. The worst is the fact that out here in the valley, every spring, people do what's called scalping to their lawns. Where they take, like, basically, like, these big, like, it's kind of like a weed whacker, I think. And you just, you, 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 you kill all your grass in your yard. You cut it down super duper low, like down to the dirt almost. And then you reseed it. And when you reseed it and everything starts blooming and pollinating and getting longer and the grass grows back in thicker. The pollinating stage is what murders me because I literally cannot, like for like a week, like I cannot go outside at all. Like I cannot breathe if the neighbors are doing it and it gets into the vents in the house and shit and I can't open a window like... It sucks. Ass. Like, bad. It's it's terrible. And I, I apologize. But anyways, guys. So, when I say their names were Alex and Jeff, well, whatever. Fuck it. We'll go with that. So, they are absolutely, like, gym heads. And once they started smoking a bowl at the end of the day, after they were done with their gym routine, they called me up one night and were like, yo, this is perfect. Like, I smoke this. My arms and legs don't hurt. My back doesn't hurt. I can go to sleep peacefully. I can rest. I can, you know, I can do what I need to do the next day. Like, you know, and that's not like, that's not how I smoke. Like, smoking, like, oh, in the morning I have a little bit, and then at night I have a little bit, and then, you know, midday I'll have a little bit, and I'm basically I'm stoned 24 fucking 7. And, you know, they, that's what they do now. That's like part of their daily routine. It's become included in their lifestyle. Which I think is awesome. And that just goes to show that cannabis, like, everybody talks about how, like, it can be addictive and it's a gateway drug and it can lead you down, like, this dark, dark path to the dark side and the force. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, probably a copyright strike by Disney for that if it was on, if this was on YouTube. But, like, some people, yes, some people cannot handle cannabis. They should not be allowed to have it because 
it gets to a point where like if you're abusing it and you're doing it just to get fucked up 24 fucking 7 or just to party or just to have like a good time with your friends that's one that, that that's a completely different reason than like why I smoke or why they smoke or why like a lot of people who are medical patients either smoke take edibles use creams as we talked about in another podcast there's even suppositories that exist but I really don't want to think about shoving weed up my ass I mean you know if it works for you it works for you but you know what kudos to you so let's get into the next section of this article real quick. How does it help cannabinoids, the active chem- chemicals in medical marijuana and regular marijuana, are sl- similar to chemicals the body makes that are involved in appetite, memory, movement, and pain? Limited research such as cannabinoids might remove. Yeah, I can't talk today. Limited research suggests cannabinoids might reduce anxiety, reduce inflammation, and relieve pain, control nausea and vomiting caused by cancer, chemotherapy. Kill cancer cells and slow tumor growth. Relax tight muscles in people with MS. Stimulate appetite and improve weight gain in people with cancer and AIDS. Alright, you know, we'll start off with the anxiety. Yes, it works. Flat out, just gonna say it. Not even gonna leave it open for debate. It works really well for anxiety, at least in my case. Maybe not for, like, every single person out there in the world, but in my independent case, yes, it works just fine. Reducing inflammation and relieving pain. Well, I'm smoking right now because of my freaking allergies, and here I am recording a podcast for you guys because it's easier to talk. Because I believe the chemical is called pinolin that's in weed. And I remember we talked about this in another podcast. Pinolin makes it super duper... It it aids in like being able to breathe better and breathe smoother. And the reason that I can keep up talking and keep spitting words out this fast is... Literally just because I'm smoking right now. Like if I wasn't smoking, well not smoking, vaping, using the stizzy. And the reason I'm using the vape instead of smoking a bowl today is because the vape is just gentler on the lungs than the smoke is. The smoke is a little harsh. And that has to do with something called carcinogens. Anything that you have to set on fire to smoke it, it is labeled as a carcinogen. Even like the burnt crispy side of a steak I believe is considered carcinogenic. Because it's touched with... I mean, it has to do with something being touched with fire. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But it's much easier to hit this than it is to hit the pipe right now. Trust me, I tried like 20 minutes ago. It didn't exactly work out very well for me. Can medical marijuana help with seizure disorders? Medical marijuana received a lot of attention a few years ago when parents said that a special form of the drug to help control seizures in their children... The FDA recently approved... Why do they make these names so weird? Epidiolex, which is made from CBD, is a therapy for people with very severe or hard-to-treat seizures. In studies, some people had a dramatic drop in seizures after taking this drug. I have a nephew. Now, I'm not going to say his name on here, and I'm not going to say his parents' names or anything like that, because, you know, I would I would feel bad if I called them out on the podcast. But I have a nephew who has a, cer- a certain genetic... It's not 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 necessarily genetic, but like a rare like disorder, disease. I don't I don't I think it's a disorder. And he gets the C, he gets the CBD drops and everything every so often, and the seizures went down crazy overnight. You know they he was told he was like they were told he was never gonna walk. He was never gonna be able to play as much as his brother was because he's a twin. Fun fact. But you know what? Every time I see him on videos or I see him in Snapchats or I see anything like that, you know, I know it's hard dealing with someone who's like a special needs kid. But God, do I love that boy to death. And you know what? I'm just happy that he's doing better. Whether you have to take CBD drops or anything like that, 
if you if something helps somebody especially a child or somebody like of old age in that situation and it helps them to not like to be able to function and work regularly as a human being and aids them in like you know doing everything they got to do and getting through their day and shit then I think regardless of the implications or regardless of like the after effect or anything like that like the long term use side effects if you can give a kid a happy childhood what's more important spitting straight facts over here on the Stoner Thoughts podcast I'm also pretty high so you know what take everything I say with a grain of fucking salt has the FDA approved medical marijuana the cannabinoid epidemics was approved in 2018 Several forms of two rare and several forms of epilepsy, Lennox Gestalt syndrome, and Dravet syndrome. In addition, the FDA has approved two man made cannabinoid medicines, Dronabinol and Nabiline. Nabiline? Nabilone. To treat nausea and vomiting from chemo. Okay. How do you take it? To take medical marijuana, you can. Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. How can you smoke weed? Smoke it. Vape it. Eat it. Apply it to your skin in a lotion, spray, oil, or cream. Place a few drops of liquid under your tongue. Take a suppository and shove it up your ass. I mean, there's a whole list of things that you can apparently fucking do to take this. Remember, if you haven't seen it, guys, go to my page over here. Go to Spotify or Anchor and look for the episode titled Weird Ways to Consume. That'll give you a few creative ways to ingest your medical or recreational marijuana. If you smoke or vaporize cannabis, you can feel the effects very quickly. If you eat it, it takes significantly longer. It can take one to two hours to experience the effects from edible products. No, you won't experience the effects from edible products the fastest. Just wait 20 minutes and then start talking shit about them. And then trust me, they'll kick in and wreck your entire fucking world. Alright, what are the side effects of medical marijuana? Side effects that have been reported include bloodshot highs, depression, what? How can I have depression when I'm too busy trying to eat potato chips? Dizziness. Only if you smoke too much too fast. Fast heartbeat. That's because if you've never smoked weed before and you get into that state of mind, your body's instinctual reaction is to accelerate your heartbeat and give you a little bit of an adrenaline rush because it's not used to the sensation. Hallucinations. Only if you take way too fucking much. I have never tripped off of weed, but now that we're on the subject of hallucinations, there was at one time one time where I thought that I was smoking weed and it turned out that the guy that I had bought from had laced this weed with shrooms and dragon spice and I like I know rule number one once you get into like that psychoactive state of mind and I realized what was going on because I'd taken shrooms before but I'd never done like the spice stuff before and I wasn't aware that I was doing it so I wasn't aware that the trip was going to be about like a hundred times worse than what it actually was so by the time I actually got to the level that like I could function and I could think about things, and I was like, man, I got to pee. So I get up and go to go to the bathroom. Right when you open my bathroom door, there's a big-ass fucking mirror on my wall. So like, I look up into the mirror, and I know rule number one, don't look in a mirror. Stay away from reflective surfaces, if at all possible. But I look in this mirror, and there's like a wall of shadow people behind me. And dude, I immediately went into like, you know that fast heartbeat side effect of medical marijuana they mentioned? I immediately, my heart starts pounding. I'm tripping out. I'm like, holy fuck, there's people in my fucking house. But I turn around, and then, of course, there's fucking nothing there. I turn back around in the mirror, and they're, like, closer. And I'm just like, okay, this this is just the drugs. 
<coughs> Excuse me. I'm like, this is just the drugs, sweetheart. You'll be fine. <sighs> the drug can also affect judgment and coordination, which could lead to accidents and injuries. When used during the teenage years, when the brain is still developing, marijuana might affect IQ and mental function. Uh, I call bullshit. Uh, fun fact, guys. Fun fact. I'm actually legally, legally considered what you would call the genius IQ. I'm not going to say my IQ on here because I don't need anybody popping off and judging me and be like, Oh, well, if you have such a high IQ, why do you work at a gas station? Because I was an idiot about one thing in my life, and I chose love over college. I had a full ride offer to go to UCLA on a scholarship, and I turned it down because I thought I had found the love of my life, and I wanted a family, and to get a job, and to settle down right off the bat, and just be happy the rest of my years. Well, that didn't fucking work out, obviously. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyways. Yeah. Off that subject real quick. What is medical marijuana? Is dry parts of the cannabis sativa plant or indica? Come on. Sorry, sniffles. Because marijuana contains some of the same chemicals found in tobacco, there have been concerns that smoking could harm the lungs. Alright, smoking anything is bad for you. It's just one is better for you than the other. Alright, we're going to breeze through the rest of this pretty quick. Which states allow medical marijuana? Medical marijuana is legal in 33 states and the District of Columbia. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota. I don't really care. I'm not going to read all these out. How do you get medical marijuana? You go to a dispensary. And what's next? That's it. That is the end of the article. Reviewed by Melinda Rattini, D.O.M.S. on August 20th, 2020. Alright guys, well, this is part of the reason why I tell you not to Google shit and go to WebMD specifically because some of the stuff in here was just facts and some of the stuff in here was just sounded like some... Pardon me. Somebody that had barely read anything about marijuana and just... I got the hiccups now. Today's a weird day. Not a long episode today, by the way. Sorry about that, guys. But it seems like somebody that, like, heard some rumors or some stories about marijuana wrote this. And then went and just Googled the medical facts. Left out all of the recreational facts. Left out some of the other health benefits that have been discovered more recently. Because I believe the closest, the, the newest piece of evidence they had in here was from 2018. And many laws in many states have changed to include recreational marijuana, and the explanation behind that is people who are in their old age, people who are bodybuilders, exercisers, exercisers, people who exercise, you know, people that use marijuana range from, like, old Aunt Sally who's got multiple sclerosis and is chilling in the retirement home smoking a blunt, to little Timmy down south and, you know, like, the, the fucking boondock somewhere that's got some form of epilepsy or something like that and he takes CBD drops to like you know help him with his daily seizures because you know looking at your kid and having them go through like you know 10-15 seizures a day it's much better to give them a little bit of the CBD drops and kind of numb that shit down not numb it down and take it away but like help them with it 
it's much better to give him a daily dose and do that instead of just like, you know, sitting there watching a kid suffer or giving them another form of medicine that could possibly not only serve to make it like worse long term if they stop taking the medicine, but it'll actually end up being like something that's just not good for them. Like if one of the side effects on a medication includes death, I'm definitely not giving that to my child. Like, I, I don't know. And then there's just, you know, the regular old people like my age and my age and two Aunt Sally's age. Who smoke weed for, like, different reasons. Some of us smoke it to get fucked up. Some of us smoke it to give us an appetite. Some of us smoke it because we have chronic depression. Some of us, like me, have manic depressive disorder, anxiety disorders, you know, people with schizophrenia, again, multiple sclerosis. Anybody that really needs it for any kind of reason other than just getting fucked up, I consider that a valid reason. If it makes your life easier and it helps you and it benefits you and makes it better for you in the long run... I don't want to say, like, oh, you should smoke weed just because I say so. You should at least give it a shot if you've been considering it. If any of these things apply to you, any of these medical reasons or any of these things, anything, like, that we've talked about in this article today. I'm not saying go to the dispensary right now and buy some pot if you live in California. No, I'm saying take it easy, you know, maybe start off slow, try an edible, try the drops, see if it does anything for you. And if it helps you, it helps you. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's completely okay. And that's my daily dose of advice for you guys. All right? So anyways, I will talk to every single one of you in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And I hope you guys have a great day. Stay high. Stay awesome. And I will be here probably tomorrow, I hope. Catch you later, guys.